I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the Power Platform Show. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsors. Do you need career coaching? I've been working with Microsoft business applications for over 18 years and have coached many people to fulfilling careers in the space. If that sounds like something that interests you, please go to nz365guy.com forward slash coaching. And with that, let's get on with the show. Well, today's guest is from Houston, Texas. She works as a Power Apps developer and system analyst at Custom Air Product Services. You can find her on Twitter at Ariba's, Ariba Scarlet, uh, which I'll make sure I put it in the show notes. And she also has an amazing YouTube channel, which I also will put in the show notes for you to check out. Welcome to the show, Rebecca Scarlet. Uh, thank you. Um, and that's Sackett. Sackett. There we go. Re- Rebecca Sackett. Well, welcome. What's it like today in Houston? Uh, it's hot. It's very, very hot. <laughs> yeah, you're in midsummer, right? Because I'm in midwinter. Yes, it's it's super hot. We keep popsicles in the freezer, so. Wow, nice, nice. Well, good to have you on the show. I always like to to start with kind of getting to know you. So, first of all, when you're not working, what do you do? You know, for food, family, and fun. Um. So, my husband and I have been married uh, about 13 years, and when we married, he had teenage girls, and now um, they're grown. So, I have six grandkids. So, that's usually what I do on the weekend. <laughs> wow. Is play with the kids. So, we've got four boys and two girls and they're over a lot so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know it's been a long time since i've been in houston but uh where's your favorite place to go out and eat um there's a lot of really good places in houston it's probably from where i live a good 40 45 minutes so a lot of times if we're going to go into houston we get a room and just stay the night nice um, and then of course we have a lot of areas uh, like galveston places like that where you're, you know it's a, it's a good environment it's kind of you know beachy stuff like that so not, mm-hmm. not nice as beach as you have of course but still, <laughs> still a nice environment so so you know just before we got on here we talked a bit about where you'd been and you'd said you'd been to australia and, and also papua new guinea which i find very interesting because not many people i know have um lived in papua new guinea uh, yes, that's right. My mom, uh, she worked there in Port Moresby for a couple of years. So I actually went over there twice and probably Australia three times, I suppose. But um, yeah, she uh, she loves to travel. She has a hard time staying put. So she's lived a lot of different places. But um, yeah, I went over there and visited. I actually went to Australia and rented a car by myself and drove from one end of Queensland to the other. It took me about wow. five days, but it was fun. Yeah, that's ambitious. Yeah, I love to travel alone because I get to do whatever I want to do and eat whatever I want to eat. So. I like it. I like it. So tell me about what you do now. What's tell me a bit about your the company you work for and and really how did you to get into this area of technology? 
So I had a previous experience using um, Access. So that was kind of the uh, only experience I had with any of this type of work, I suppose, although it's very different. Um, so when I came to work here, they really weren't sure what they wanted me to do. They just knew they needed a little help um, in Excel, and they had a few Access databases that they needed to do updates to, that kind of thing. So I actually planned to just work part-time, um, but then... About a week and a half, two weeks in, uh, built an app, and they're like, nope, we want you full-time. So um, it was really just out of necessity. We already had Power Apps as part of our product license, and so we were already paying for it, and it just gave us a way to allow people to not have to be at the office as much. So um, we just started with, like, simple form submissions, and I spit a lot of those out real quick, and then it's just grown from there. So now we have probably a little over 50 in place. Wow. So so what does Custom Air Products and Services do? What is it as a business? Um, so we do commercial HVAC. So we fabricate them here, we manufacture them, and we have a full service department and we install them. So Okay, okay. So what made you switch? Why didn't you just stay with something you knew like Excel or Access? What, why, why did you choose Power Apps? Um, well, originally it was just kind of necessity, but I also liked the challenge. So um, it was kind of, I don't know if I can figure this out, but I really want to. And so I just kind of dove in um, and I really just find Power Apps to be very simple. I think a lot of people who don't have coding experience are sometimes better at it than ones who do because they tend to overcomplicate it. And um, I I like to keep it simple and clean. um, And so it just kind of works for me. Um, And now I just, I enjoy it. I I really don't have enough time for, I kind of need an assistant, but um, we've gotten where all of our approval processes go through apps now. We just have so much stuff. So, uh, and so are they typically happening directly on mobile or tablet or, or PC type devices? All the above. So, all of um, them. Yeah, we have some in the field, um, service techs that normally they would have filled out the paperwork and had to turn it in later, but they do it from their phone so that it's submitted immediately and they can include photos if they need to. Um, we have a checklist for our fabrication department that the units go through and they do those from phones and tablets in the shop. And then we have a lot that we do from computers and most of the managers do stuff from their iPads if they're out. Uh, and the sales team also. So yeah, we're kind of all across the board. So I try to stick with screen sizes and button sizes that basically can work on anything because I never know what device they're going to be on. So so are you? What are you using as your data source? Where do you where do you ultimately put all your data that is captured? So we uh, for looking we tie to our um, accounting. We use Great Plains here. I I don't think a lot of people are familiar with it. but So I do like just the look side of that. So like to look and see where a job is, to um, look and see how much PTO you have, stuff like that. I try not to duplicate any information. Um, But most of our data right now I'm storing on SharePoint. Um, I know a lot of people don't like it, but we I keep it at a small amount. So if you're opening a job, it stays on there until the job's open and then it moves. So Mm -hmm. there's never more than 100 items on most of the list. So um, right. It, it works out perfect for our, our scenario. So, how did you pick up the, the the first? What was your first experience with Power Apps? Like, how did you? Was it purely that you had licenses and you started using it? But you know, how did you get started that very first step? Um, so I'm definitely hands on. So they were just kind of they said, "Hey, we have this. It's part of our license. We're already paying for it. Why don't you take a day or two, poke around, and and see if it's something you think we can use." And so uh, that's kind of what I did. So I did, you know, just the templates and kind of played around in it and um, kind of was like, I don't know about this. And then I just 
it kind of clicked pretty quick. Um, watched a few videos. Um, Shane, I watched a lot of his videos when I started because he really uh, explained stuff well. And um, just once I figured out a couple of little things, it, it just kind of went from there. And then, uh, of course, I like the challenge. So, I, you know, I like to push the limits. So um, once I got going, I was basically crazy trying to do whatever I could with it. So so what, what what's the, the outer limits of what you've pushed so far? Well, I know when I was first starting, there was a lot of times on the community, which I love the community. They have so much information out there. But there was just a lot of people that would say, oh, you can't do that. Oh, you can't do that. And I'm like, really? I would like to see. So um, I'm just kind of, I like trying to find new ways of doing things. And that's one thing I learn on there is I often will see people who don't do it the way I do it, but that doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. So um, I think everybody has their own style, their own way, and multiple ways will work, which makes it even better for me. It kind of helps everybody find their own comfort place. So how did you get into technology? Did you have like an accounting background? You mentioned Great Plains there. What, what was your background that moved you into starting to develop apps? Um, so actually, I started pretty young building HTML um, when I was probably, I don't know, 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, that is my, young. Yeah, my, uh, my mother basically shoved it down my throat. <laughs> and um, told me, you know, this will be a thing one day. You need, you know, you have to know how to do it. Of course, I, I do use HTML, but she made me do the ones with building a web page, and nobody uses yeah. it hardly anymore. But yeah, uh, yeah. So it just kind of got me started. It, I guess, it framed where I could think through the, you know, the parts of it. Um, and then I did have like previous. I've actually been all over the place. I've had like experience in a car business. I worked in banking. Um, I owned a pipeline business for a while. Wow. <laughs> so wow. I've, I've done a variety, but I definitely like the uh, number side of stuff. I like putting in calculations, and I want it to make sense. So, um, and I think that that is why Power Apps works good for me too, because it's very logical. Yeah. Have you started using PowerFX and, and, and what you're doing and, and seeing the parallels between that and Excel? Um, I use Power Automate with everything and um, and I use Power Apps, but those are the main two. Um, I, I pretty much almost all of my apps have probably at least three or four different flows with it, uh, whether it be notification okay. or whether it be yeah. auto archiving. Um, we have one like when the job closes, it creates a folder and puts all the documents in it and kind of puts a nice little bow on it. Um, and ar- so like archives it if you have to go back to it. Right. Which is often a good selling point for some of the uh, naysayers is, you know, you don't have to do that anymore, though. <laughs> I can make it automatic. So um, that's kind of one of the things that's helped win over a few people who, you know, people just don't want their stuff to change. This is how I've always totally. So, uh, so are you using, uh, sorry, is in place, you, do you still have uh, access databases or Excel, you know, and when I say Excel, not just a simple Excel sheet, but something that had a whole bunch of formulas in it that uh, was being used to do, you know, a line of business function. Have you moved now all that across to the Power Platform? Um, we saw a few that we do in Excel, um, mostly I don't. Mostly I use it just to pull in data and make sure it matches what I'm pulling in Power Apps. Um, We have actually somebody else here who's a little better at that. So I I just don't because she's better at it than I am. Um, And then Access I do still use, but not for other people. I use it for running queries. So I actually tie to the SharePoint list and I run queries to make sure that I know what stuff should line up. If this is here, this should be here. So I have several different queries that I go through and make sure that, uh, you know, the app's running as I, I wanted it to. Yeah. 
Are you using any of the other type of uh, tools that make up the Power Platform, like Power BI or Power Virtual Agents, um, uh, AI Builder, any of those type of things? I did some of the AI Builder a little, um, mostly enough to, you know, just kind of get a handle on what it does. Um, Mm -hmm. We worked with um, putting it, actually, we've been trying to work on getting it in our product catalog where we can do, like, pull up a 3D of the um, units that we're selling for the sales team to be able to show a customer like this is where it would fit. This is how it would look there. Um, And we do use Power BI here. Um, We use it for several different things. But uh, again, I don't do most of the stuff with the Power BI. So we have a team of like three and we kind of try to pass off uh, mostly because the information changes so much and it's a lot easier to say, I'll take this. So uh, even if you have, you know, I do all the Power Apps and I do all the um, Power Automate, but even with just those two, you know, you're constantly reading to figure out what's next, what's next, what's new. Yeah. So, so tell, tell me about your process. How do, how do people, one in your organization go, Hey, I have an idea that needs an app built. Um, how does that get on your radar? And then what's your process involved in ultimately, uh, you know, meeting with the, the, those business folks that maybe want that and then ultimately producing something that you go back to them with and then ultimately into production. So I'm pretty hands-on. I like to sit with whoever, I like to get the information from the manager, but I really like to sit with the person who's going to be using it, even if it's somebody in the shop or whatever it may be, and say, what is your process now? And then um, I ask lots of annoying questions that probably drive them crazy. Why did you do that? Why do you do that? Who's this go to? You know, and try to just gather all the information I can. You know, is this question something that's always going to be a yes or no? Is, you know, is there only certain choices it can be just to try to keep the data as clean as I can? And, um, then we just kind of go from there. And of course, you know, you have to get with the manager to make sure what the end result is. But I typically like to deal with the person who's going to use the app as much as I can, because most of the time they're going to have the best input. Yeah. And what's what's the response been from the business and the individuals on the tools that you built? Like, I know there's always like a transition period where people yeah. have to get used to something that's new. But then I often find when you go back three months later, they're like, oh man, I could never have done it the old way, you know, now that we have this way. It was definitely a hard sell here at first. Um, the first couple that we did were just simple forms. It really wasn't that big of a deal. But when we actually started taking like processes that people were used to printing papers and putting them in the folders and, and tried to turn it to digital, um, I would say that probably COVID was what the turning point was wow. out of okay. necessity. A lot mm-hmm. of people had to say, okay, we'll do this. Um, and then now some are like, this is great. It saves tons of time and we love it and we'll never go back. So, um, you know, now it's kind of the opposite. Everybody thinks of stuff all the time. And I'm yeah. like, you know, it's really not that hard. We don't need an app for that. Um, so it's kind of now everybody's kind of on board. And it's great because not only have I grown, but I don't have to ask a lot of questions I used to have to ask. I don't have to be as specific because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the people here, everybody uses power apps at least to a certain extent. So now people come to me and say, you know, I always type this, you know, three different choices in. Can't you change that where I can just select from one of those three instead of having to type it in? And I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. Let's do that. But um, so it's nice to see the users evolve also and um, realize what, what capabilities are there to give, you know, valuable input. Yeah. Are you finding other people showing an interest in actually getting involved in and developing them as well? Mm, no, not really. No? Um, they're, they're quite happy to let you do it? Yeah, so far. Um, I, there's been a few who were, they didn't really have a process yet. And so I suggested that they would be best to kind of try 
to do a little bit in power ups themselves to at least try to get an idea of what they wanted to do because they just knew that they had a problem, but they weren't really sure what they wanted it to do. And it's a lot easier for me to build an app if you already have the process and then I yeah. can put the process in the app. But for me to build an app to create a process, I've done that before and it's a, it's really hard and uh, it, it takes a couple of tries to get it right. So um, so that kind of stuff, I, I will sometimes say, like, even if they don't do it power-ups, do it in Excel, build it, build it yeah. and show me what you want to do and kind of think through the process first and then get it to me. Have you any, have you had any, uh, failures or feel that you've, you've reached the limits of what you can do with power apps and another way needed to be chosen? Um, right now, my main problem is that we, I think we have too many and it's made it confusing. So I've been actually wow, going okay. the other direction and trying mm-hmm. to combine. So this is similar data. This is similar data and all the same people use it. Let's put this in one app. So now I'm kind of going back and trying to take several and combine um, the information a little better because um, we're, we're mainly trying, I'm trying to get everything organized a little better because it's just like we went crazy building so many and now it's like, you know, I mean, they even asked me like, what's going on with this? And I'm like, I don't know which app that is. You're going to have to like wow. send me a screenshot because <laughs> I don't remember. Um, so yeah, I was just trying to bring it down a little, not, not less information, just less places to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. makes sense. What's it, what's your kind of hero app, the one that you're most proud of that you've built thus far? Um, probably the close job one, because it was the biggest game changer. Um, in a lot of ways. So uh, we have a few that's approval, but they're all the same. So they used to print bukus and bukus of documents. I mean, it was like an all-day affair and make up all these folders. And they sat in the corner of the office where several rounds of people would have to come by. So the salesman would have to come by for his stack of folders and he would go through it all, sign it. And then you would have a manager come by and and then it was a separate stack because it, you know, and, uh, and then another one more round. And now it's, it's an app. Um, they just select the jobs from, and all the documents are pulled and created automatically. And it takes five, 10 minutes. It used to be a two week process. So now, now basically when they start the process to close jobs, it takes about two or three days and it used to be two weeks and no papers printed. So. Wow, that's amazing. And so you capture all the signatures, the sign-offs, that type of uh, those steps. Correct. I did try to avoid the digital signatures. We use them some, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with Power Apps, I just don't I don't see the value in it because no. you're locked in you with your see, password exactly. and all your information. So uh, I know it makes people feel better, but as for like real value, I just I don't really think there is. But um, yeah, no, that one has been a big deal because it, it affected so many people and saved so much time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you've made that switch that the fact that you're logged in is electronically signing it, you know, because you've got your unique username and password. You don't need to actual see a scribble on screen, right. so to speak. Yeah. yeah. A, a lot of people still don't get that. No. People still don't get it. Yeah. I had to show one of the bosses one time we were talking about it and I'm like, do you know whose signature that is? And he's like, no. And I was like, neither do I. It's not yeah. valuable. So yeah. now they basically have two choices. They either can send it forward or send it backwards. And um, it just kind of runs its little process and tracks dates and times and names of everything it does and puts it on a document at the end. So Mm-mm-mm. really good. Tell us about YouTube. You, you've uh, you've grown a following there um, on YouTube. How did that start for you? And and, and uh, you know, what's your experience been? Um, so the first couple of videos I did was because I was on the community and someone asked a question that I could not seem to explain without showing it. 
So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did a video to show how to do it. And so then I've kind of did a few from there. It's actually something I really want to work on this year and try to improve on and start doing more. I enjoy doing them. Um, I like explaining it. Sometimes I find new things whenever I'm trying to explain it that I didn't think through or realize before. Um, yeah. I find, I find that I learned doing them also. Um, and I occasionally have to go back and watch one to remember how to do something that I yeah, haven't done in a yeah. while. So um, I really would like to pick up on that a little more. Um, I enjoy it. I just have been swamped lately. Yeah, I see. I see. You did a video on Power Apps Calendar View um, from a SharePoint list, and it's had coming up thirty thousand views. That's pretty. Phen- that's a pro- phenomenal number, you know, of people watching that content. Right. Yeah. When I first did that, it actually was uh, there wasn't a lot of information on it at the time, or not that I could find. Um, and and we needed it. We we had a we had an actual use case for it. So it was it was just something I needed, and so that's why I did it. It really was for selfish reasons, but um, <laughs> it. Uh, uh, it, it made me explore and find a lot of information that I wouldn't normally have dug into. So it was it was a lot of fun. So good. And to wrap up, what's your advice to other companies that, you know, may have a lot of paper-based processes? You know, you've used it specifically in, in the HVAC space, but I'd say there must be many businesses like this that are still very paper-intensive, very, you know, you're saying two weeks to do a closeout process. What's your advice to them and, and getting up to speed in, you know, power apps? Well, I think a lot of people just try to overthink it, like looking at the industry, like you said, but it's really, everybody has an approval process. You know, mm-hmm. Yours is a little different, but we all have it. So it's really, at first getting started, it's taking something that you're already doing and just making it digital and kind of thinking through the process. Um, but the other thing was here, um, I think I grew in Power Apps well because they didn't try to really restrict me. They kind of gave me a little time to figure out my way on it and let me go. So um, I think there may be people already in organizations who are perfectly capable of learning how to use Power Apps without necessarily having to bring in anybody new. I mean, you just need someone who's going to take the time and um, can think through the process. Yeah, so true, so true. Awesome. Okay, let's uh, always like to wrap these up with some random questions. Okay. Um, uh, here's yours. If you could meet any historical figure, who would you choose and why? Oh, wow. Um, let's say, what's her name? Sandra Day O'Connor, was it? Um, yeah, she was, I did a lot of uh, research on her when I was a kid, and she was just a very interesting character. Uh, she was um, in the Supreme Court here. Uh, yeah, one of the first yeah. women. So um, it's just it was such a different time back then. So just yeah. be interested in uh, the outlook going through that. Totally, totally. Would you rather be uh, at the start of planet Earth being, you know, uh, coming into being or at the end? Would you like to, to, to watch the final finale or be it there at the start? Oh, definitely the start. <laughs> What's the last product you've ever returned? Uh Gosh, I don't know. I never return anything. I think it's not worth the time. <laughs> it's so true, right? You it's get something, you're really like, ah, what a hassle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Even on Amazon, I've not returned stuff that I should have, but it's just because it's weird. What a hassle. I actually don't shop online. Wow. No way. No, I like to go shop in person. I I very rarely shop online. Wow. Very cool, very cool. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Okay, thank you. (laughs) 
Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Business Application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 guy. If there's a guest you'd like to see on the show, please message me uh, via LinkedIn and let me know. Please like and subscribe in your favorite podcast player. If you want to leave a review, you can do that at podcast.nz365guy. Otherwise, stay safe out there and see you next time.